This is the Women Your Mother Warned You About podcast, sponsored by Sales Gravy. I'm Gina Tremarco, Master Sales Trainer and Director of Coaching Programs at Sales Gravy. Before we get started with this week's episode, I want you to go and check out Sales Gravy University. Sales Gravy University is the place where sales professionals and sales leaders from across the globe go to learn and upscale. And right now, if you're a brand new user and you've never used Sales Gravy University before, you can get your first course for free by using coupon code free course when you go to learn.salesgravy.com. That's coupon code free course when you go to learn.salesgravy.com. And hey, I've got several courses there that you can check out. So I hope to see you there. But let's go ahead and get started with this week's episode. If you're going to spend a few grand to go there, get the highest end ticket, be around the money, be around the people that have generated the most amount of money that know the strategies to help you maximize your go-to-market revenue acquisition or build your next best SDR A team, you name it. Like there's times where I'm hanging out with Victor Antonia and boom, one secret makes me millions or Jeb or Amy Franco or Anthony or Gina or Susanna. Like you gotta be around the people, everyone's sharing different secrets. So if you can afford it, get it. If you can't afford it, my recommendation would be put it on a credit card. I've I've paid 25K, 100K masterminds, threw it on a credit card, and then I make the money back. And I'm not trying to sell you, like I don't own Outbound. I make no money from telling you this. I've just made a lot of money spending a lot of money on high-end masterminds. So. You know what? I, I I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to steal that audio clip of what you just said. Warners, welcome to another episode of The Women Your Mother Warns You About. I'm Gina Tremarco, Master Sales Trainer and Coach at Sales Gravy with my saucy co-host. Saucy, not sassy today, hey? I'm Susanna Gray-Jones, and I am uh, a coach at Sales Gravy, and I own a business, Chime Surge. And we are super stoked with today's guest, Brandon Danson Bernanson. (laughs) <laughs> what's going on ladies thank you gina susanna for having me i love dancing bornans and that's how i'm gonna remember how to say your name see the thing is susanna loves to laugh at me because i i have a tendency to butcher names i literally write them down and then phonetically spell them out so that i don't butcher them and yet i still do so um but i can remember dancing bornanson there we go. Hey, at least you know how to spell your step ahead of me. So that's good. There, <laughs> Perfect. Well, a couple things, a couple shout outs. Of course, the show is sponsored by Sales Gravy. So shout out to Sales Gravy um, for sponsoring us. Uh, and you are a seamless AI is a sponsor of Outbound. So we have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. So thank yeah. you for being a sponsor of Outbound. Also, you need to know that I coach a lot of clients who use Seamless AI, and we recommend it. So thank you for Love helping it. a lot of our clients. Thank you so much. We we truly appreciate it and all the support. Couldn't have done it without all of you. And man, Outbound's going to be crazy this year. It's record-breaking yes, it attendees, speakers, lineup, five full days of just straight sales secrets. Um, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Anyone tuning in, if you've not bought your tickets to Outbound, Go to outboundconference.com, buy your tickets and get them ASAP before they sell out. It's on the brink of selling out. Uh, (laughs) Jeb Blunt's got a ticker. And every time someone buys a ticket, they tickle him. And then it also tells him 
that he's running out of uh, tickets. So get ready. Yeah. I was just trying to have a visual of Jeff being tickled. <laughs> I don't know why that freaks me out, but it definitely freaks me out. I don't know why. I mean, it would, wouldn't I've had a lot of clients ask me if they should buy the VIP ticket. And, you know, obviously we, we train and coach salespeople. So they're like, Gina, don't sell, don't sell me on it. But what do you think? And I'm like, if I didn't work there, I would buy the VIP ticket because the the exposure you get and all the 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 true hanging out with all of these cool sales leaders, I'm like, that's the best ticket. So, and I've sold several of them. Hundred percent. And I think the value is like, look, if you're going to invest the time and the money and the effort to go to one of these top mastermind events, conferences, you name it. I, I'm always like, I'm always the guy that will buy first class, even if I'm broke, just because <laughs> I want to be around the people yes. who, who are, are like, follow the money, right? Yeah. So buy the first <laughs> class ticket, be around the people with the money. Are you a sales snob? I never knew there was such thing until we, we uh, heard that. <laughs> no, follow, follow the money, be around the money you want to, yeah. you want, you want, and I want to be around dancing Bornanson. Exactly. Yeah. So, so like if you're going to spend a few grand to go there, get the highest end ticket, be around the money, be around the yeah. people that have generated the most amount of money that know the strategies to help you maximize your go-to-market revenue acquisition or build your next best SDR team, you name it. Like yeah, there's times where I'm hanging out with Victor Antonia, boom, one secret makes me millions or Jeb yeah. or Amy Franco or Anthony or Gina or Susanna. Like you got to be around the people Everyone's sharing different secrets. So get you, if you can afford it, get it. If you can't yeah. afford it, my recommendation would be put it on a credit card. I've, I've paid 25K, 100K masterminds through it on a credit card. And then I make the money back. And I'm not trying oh. to sell you. Like I don't own outbound. I make no money from telling you this. I've just made a lot of money, spending a lot of money on high-end masterminds. So. You know what? I, I, I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to steal that audio clip of what you just said. Susanna, yeah, take note. Oh, I'm Be- taking notes. Because, taking we sell, notes. because we sell coaching programs and training. Damn. I'm going to use that sound clip for every time I get that, that pedal back from someone who's like, oh my God, this is so much money. I did the same exact thing, Brandon. The first time I like paid for a mastermind group, it was $10,000, which I thought like, oh my God, I thought my husband was going to divorce me, which he eventually did. But I don't think it was that reason why he did that. And then the second time I did a mastermind program, $30,000 on the credit card because I wanted to be around people who made a lot of money and were smart. 100%. And knowledge is contagious, isn't it? In a good way, it's infectious. And I think if you're the type of person who just is obsessed with making money, sales, and you feel like you've got quite a lot of friends in your friendship group who don't like talking about that, go to Outbounds. Everyone wants to be talking about that. And if you like yeah. reading books, all the authors will be there. So I think I think you guys have sold, sold Outbound enough okay. with me, without me adding it. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, let's let's move on to talking about Brandon, because I'm super excited that you're here. I've heard um, some other podcasts and I've you know, heard your story. And of course, I love entrepreneur stories. I love the come from nothing stories. I love the, 
you know, kind of scrappy, get out there and do it. Um, young entrepreneur story, because I was raised very similarly. We're both from the Midwest um, in the U.S. And right, you're, you're from Cleveland area. I'm from the Chicago area. And I had a dad. I heard I heard your story about your dad and his first sales job and how that transformed your life. And gosh, I wish somebody would have taught me get a sales job when I was way younger. Now, I was in sales way younger, but didn't realize it because my dad made me work in flea markets when I was 10, which is where I think I got my I selling chops. But your story, I love your story, Brandon. Yeah, it's an interesting part. You know, and, and for the audience that doesn't know, my dad and mom, they worked four jobs, no college degree. Dad ended up getting lucky and getting a tech sales job before really technology was like brand new. And he ended up selling for the next decade for the first tech company that uh, went publicly traded called Computer Associates out of New York. I never saw my dad Monday, Sunday through Thursday, Sunday through Friday afternoon. I never saw my dad. He was gone in New York every week, like clockwork for 10 years. The interesting part that I don't share in any book that we, I'm looking at my video guys right now, we got to bring up. My, like, I saw our lives transform because he went into sales. But the one thing I never share in any of my books or anything, my dad actually hated sales. So he was stressed out of his mind every year, every quarter about hitting his number. Mm. So like, mm, even though I saw our lives transform, I saw how stressed he always was about hitting a number, hitting the new number. How am I going to hit my number? I'm always stressed. I'm always stressed. So it actually like made me not want to go into sales, huh. but then I went into sales. Uh, it was like really weird. My wife always says like, you know, you don't share that in the books. And I'm like, why? Well, you know, I, I don't know how to really like convey that story. But I think that's, that's why outbound selling, that's why building a predictable, repeatable, scalable sales engine is so important that I think that my dad just didn't realize when he was selling, you have to figure out, What's that repeatable, predictable, scalable sales system, sales process, strategies, and secrets that you need to, to easily maximize your sales, exceed your targets, no matter what, under good times, bad, economic crashes, you name it. If you leverage the right systems and strategies and playbooks, you can do anything. Yeah. 100%. And I, I wonder what if one of the reasons that you haven't shared that story in your book, correct me if I'm wrong, is because consistently, if you go out into the world tomorrow and you do a questionnaire and say, what do you think about salespeople? Let's face it, you're going to have more negative things said to you than positive things, right? Um, and I don't know about you guys, but I feel my constant mission is spreading the positive word about what sales means. So... Mm. You know, your dad was completely very successful, but by telling people that you came to sales, maybe, maybe that's why you have put it in the book because it's just another excuse for people to say, well, mm. is it really that good? Do I yeah. really like and, it? And the, what do you I, think? I completely agree. I completely agree. And, and, um, there's so many stories, like just because I've, I've done a few different companies that have absolutely bombed and lost everything I owned and, and barely a few successes to where, throughout that journey. And then through selling, like I actually got into sales from working at a call center at 15 years old. It was like the, it was the first job that I could get the job before that I was selling ice cream at a famous ice cream shop called Mally's ice cream at 14 hated it. Then I became a janitor 
of a of our elementary school and like you want to really like reflect on your life and think like there's got to be a better way to live life become a janitor and scrape the gum and all the nasty shit with a razor blade off of like a thousand student desks that's when i'm like i i searched all the yellow pages found a call center where you can make unlimited commission $15 it was actually $7 an hour at unlimited commission where you could earn up to like 15 bucks an hour. And, uh, the rest was history. That's when I really learned like, Oh my gosh, you can talk to anyone you've never talked to before and generate an income, generate money out of nowhere. It's crazy. I'm super, I'm super curious because people are, um, so call reluctant, right? They, they hate picking up the phone and making calls and here you were fearless. Like, I think I'm going to get a job where I'm going to call people. Like what, what motivated that for you to like not have fear over that? Is it just because scraping the gum was just enough? Yeah, the dairy, the, the ice cream job and the janitor <laughs> jobs were terrible because when you work at the ice cream place, all you do is eat the ice cream and the hot dogs. So oh yeah. Like, I've done that. Like, I've done that. You know what I'm saying? To, to that, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> half my money is going to the food and then I'm getting unhealthy because I'm eating all this shitty food. Uh, so it was like a double negative. And the janitor thing, the reason why I took the janitor job, because for my age at the time, it was the highest paid hourly rate. Okay. It was like nine or $10 an hour. Wow. Everyone else was paying like six or seven bucks an hour. Uh, and the janitor job, yeah, was terrible. To where the unlimited income and commission thing, like in the yellow pages or the newspaper, I saw it in the newspaper, the plain dealer out of Cleveland, Ohio, if anyone has heard of the plain dealer. And uh, that's when I was like, I I called them and I had to go into this call center. And and like, this was back when you could, people were smoking all the time. So like you go into this call center and (laughs) half the call center is just filled with cigarette (laughs) smoke. My God. and like, this is where you had like these old school computers that were a black screen with green text and people had like the pickup phones and they had the, <laughs> the phones where like it would sit on your shoulder. Yes. So you could like the phone rest. Like, yeah, the phone ring. Um, so that, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me because like I never cold called or pitched someone like door to door before and you know, unfortunately it was like one of those like call people and, and it was asking them for donations. So it was the call center that like, I'm calling on behalf of the chief firefighters officers of nine, nine, two, you know, can you please donate <laughs> or the, the police association of Westlake, Ohio, can you donate? And th- that was crazy. Like asking people to donate, you're not giving them any product in return. Uh, it was an awesome eye opener. I'm interested to know because obviously that was the roots. That was the beginning of what led you to become uh, a world-renowned sales thought leader. What, and I ask people this on a daily basis who get into sales because I'm a recruiter. What was your main motivator? Was it money? Was it success? What was your main motivator at that point? You know, the, the biggest motivator was being in grade school and my mom throwing my my sister Ashley and I into her freaking 1880 broken down Nissan Sentra, you know, with the bumper falling off and driving <laughs> door to door Thursday, Friday, Saturday to every garage sale in the neighborhood. And then when we're driving to the garage sales, like 
getting our clothes from the garage sale and then our food of like eating out of canned foods from Mark's. My mom would shop at Mark's because they didn't take a credit card. It was the cheapest grocery store. You had to pay cash. I remember like, Mark's. I've been there. Yeah. So, so it was getting made fun of in grade school for having that oversized garage sale clothes and the canned foods and never being able to buy the food in the lunch line. Like there's a lot of shit that a lot of people who've grown up not great have had to experience. So throughout that experience, I'm just like, dude, there's got to be a better way to live. Like I never want to live like this. Yeah. I never want to go through this again. So that was the foundation of like, I don't know what it is, but I'm not going to live like this. Yeah. And, and then I think sales, then I got to see my dad. It was like a paradox because I saw my dad super successful from sales, go from poor to rich, but he hated his life. Like he hated being stressed out with sales all the time. So I was like, I'm not going to get into sales. But then I worked at the call center and that's when I saw my first millionaire, Jerry, this fucking guy. You want to hear about <laughs> Jerry from Jersey? <laughs> so I'm working at the call center. Everyone's smoking mad cigarettes. And uh, the back of the call center, you've got this Italian from, from Newark, New Jersey, Jerry. He's got <laughs> long, slicked back Italian hair that's super gelled back. He's got like the Rolex watch. Um, With the pinky drives... ring? Does it get the pinky <laughs> ring? <laughs> oh my gosh. He does not have the pinky ring, but my <laughs> VP of inside sales actually has the pinky ring and I give Mars M about it all the time. Um, wow. But he had like the Mercedes convertible and he was the first millionaire I've ever met. He owned the call center and he worked in the back glass. Like he had an office that was all glass so he could see everyone working in the call center. Never would talk to anyone. And I just remember one time I was walking into the into the office because I still had school. So I had school during the day. I got out at like 3.34. My shift was like 4.30 to 9.30 or 10 at night. And I remember walking I to the call center office. Jerry pulls up in his Mercedes convertible top down. And I'm just like, hey, man, you know, I, I forget his last name, but I was like, hey, Mr. Jerry, whatever his last name was at the time. <laughs> Jerry Money. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Money. Hey, Mr. Money, you know, how'd you, how'd you get so rich? And that that's when he like told me, he's like, you got to, master how to sell. He's like, you got to master sales. And then he drove off and I'm like, fuck, I want to, and he flicked his cigarette and I'm like, damn it. I want to get, I want to get rich like Jerry. And I just knew from then on, I had to figure out how to master sales. Um, and then, you know, from there I learned like to master sales, uh, a mentor of mine said, you just got to find something that you love selling and then go sell it. And ironically, I was at in, and then I went into college and in college, I became a big online poker player. And I realized everyone kept asking me how to play poker, like where to play online. And then I cold called the poker companies, sold them to sell for them, and then launched a company that did about 12 million when I was in college. And that was really fun. And then that parlayed into a crazy company that lost 4 million in four years of my life. And then I had to quit entrepreneurship and go into selling full-time for IBM and Google. And then kind of that's where I thought of my current company, Seamless.ai, to automate selling. And then from there, the rest is kind of history now. Well, you know, I've heard some of your other history on this, too, that when you were in the online gaming world, yeah. right, and everything then shut down and you're like, well, well there went that. And I think that's a, a great example. And we're like, we're going through, because I, I was curious on your thoughts on what we're going through right now from a recessionary standpoint, 
um, salespeople crying that they can't sell because they're getting pushed back on that. But there's always going to be something that's going to happen that's going to throw us off, right? So you had that online gaming kind of like be pulled from under you. Um, we've had COVID affect us. We've got recession affecting us. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on dealing with that, that I didn't see that coming and then how you bounce back from that. Yeah, no, th- thanks. You know, it was, it was interesting because it's, it stopped during 2007 of the, the financial crisis. So 2004, five, six to, to going into 2007, I'm running this online gambling poker marketing company and, and it started selling door to door and then I took it online and it, and when I took it online, it blew up um, to, to doing over 12 million in sales. And that was amazing. But then President Bush passed the USA Port Act of, of 2007 that shuts down all online gambling in the US. Wow. So, so it shuts it down and I'm like, fuck. You know, like, sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on the show. Oh, you can, you can swear but, all you um, want. Gina always swears. I, I didn't lose any money. It just like stops bringing in money. And I'm like, okay, well, shit, now what? So I'm walking down campus and this was before anything was mobile and we had flip phones. I'm walking down Ohio University, number party school at the number one party school at the time. And I get this text message from Zuckerberg. It goes, ding. I open up the flip phone. I check it out. It's like, hey, this is the first time that this ever happened. Hey, you've got a friend request on Facebook. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, Zuckerberg took Facebook from desktop to mobile. And then as I'm walking down the brick road college campus, you've got bars, 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 restaurants, bars down uh, high street. I'm like, holy shit, that's the answer. I need to go into mobile marketing and I had the idea of like, if we could text message every consumer globally and get mar- brands to market to consumers one-to-one, you could generate billions in sales. And uh, at the time, I th- like, so I used this failure, this learning experience, this tough financial crisis with the mortgage and housing market crashing to just like, okay, I'm going to launch this new company. Yeah. Now, because I didn't know how to sell, there were two things like in mobile, I called it in mobile. And it's funny, my founder, my co-founder from InMobile is now my VP of product at Inmo, uh, at Seamless AI now. But back then, you know, we started that company and it failed over the course of four years because we didn't have two things. One, we didn't know, we didn't have the list of the people that we needed to sell to, which is ironic because then I built Seamless.ai, the sales list building platform. And then number two, I didn't know how to sell outbound. Like I didn't know how to sell B2B sales. Yeah. Online poker is like, tell your buddy to join a poker site. That's yeah, yeah. easy. Selling a hundred thousand dollar text message marketing software at the age of 21 to fortune 500 CMOs and VPs of digital marketing at like the largest brands in the world. I just, we just didn't know how to do well. And, uh, we got our asses kicked, <laughs> lost everything we owned, went bankrupt and then Jake went to IBM Interactive and then he actually recruited me to go sell full-time for them. So during tough times, like this is why I wrote this book. I wrote this book uh, during COVID for a company in 22 days, whatever it takes. Uh, you just got to develop the right habits, the right mindset, you know, being positive, coachable, hardworking, whatever it takes. There's always opportunity in every challenge. Every struggle will help you lead to success. You got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable 
There's like a million different, you know, hundred different habits that I highlight in whatever it takes. And I wrote the book because I was worried that with the COVID, I, wor- I was worried that recession was going to be as bad as the recession that I experienced in freaking 2007, eight, nine. And I wanted to make sure our company didn't get destroyed mm-hmm. because I was yeah. worried that our people would underestimate the amount of challenge and heartache and problems we would face. And anytime you underestimate something like, oh, it's going to be easier than what you think. It's going to be simpler. It's going to cost less than what you think. Like that's when companies quit. That's when people quit. So I told everyone shit's going to be hard. Like you're going to have to put in three to five X the amount of work to produce the same results that you produced before COVID, before the recession, you name it. So essentially your mindset, from what you're saying, I'm getting that your your mindset, essentially you have an innate positive way of building habits to get you out of these difficult things. And thank you for sharing that because a lot of people come on here and they just want to talk about all the amazing things they've done, but they don't talk about the struggles that they've had to get there. Um, and I, I love that you're talking about that, going back to work for IBM, um, but we used to talk about, and I've heard you talk about this on one of your podcasts, that it's impossible or very difficult to teach salespeople to have a positive mindset. And I've heard lots of people say this, that I have started, Gina doesn't know this yet. <laughs> I've started just for myself to write um, a course on improving mindset using psychology, using things that famous transformational psychologists have used to tell ourselves better stories. Maybe even save me some time. Do you think it's possible (laughs) to teach that? Do you think Uh, there is any way to essentially take someone from a very dark place, failure? And we've all met those people who say, well, I'm not going to bother trying. And they make us sick, us optimistics. We hear these people saying, well, no, it's never going to work. And they're all doom and gloom. Have, have you ever experienced lifting someone from that kind of mindset to transformationally a positive mindset? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I did it. You know, I, I grew up with a, a mom that was super poor, like mentally, physically abused by her mom and dad. You know, so, so like my mom was the epitome of negative mindset. None of your goals and dreams will become a reality. My dad was the opposite. He was very optimistic, the optimist mindset. And like, I, you know, unfortunately my dad was never around. So, you know, my mom's negativity and, and like bad view on life definitely would impact me grade school, high school. Mm-hmm. So I had to change the, the way that I thought, the way that I acted, the way that I operated. And then from there, you know, you can train anyone to do anything. Like I worked on training myself. What are the right habits? Like, what are all the successful people out there in the world? How do they think? How do they operate? What do they believe in? And then I just started modeling. Like I believe success leaves clues and you just have to learn the secrets. That's why I wrote this book and interviewed all these sales experts because success leaves secrets. You just got to figure out what are the secrets to success. And then once you have them, just execute them. So same with mindset. I believe sales success is 75% mindset and Mm -hmm. habits and beliefs, like learning a little hack or sales email template or call template or pit sales discovery or pitch or follow-up or sales objection script, like all of those things, anyone can teach you and you can memorize it. But if you don't have the right mindset, the right work ethic, you're not kind, empathetic, you don't lead, you don't lead to serve other people. Like 
all of these different principles, you'll you'll never be as successful as if you had those things. So I would definitely say what we do at Seamless, we've got 450 people now that work for the company. Wow. And we went from zero to 450 in four years. Um, the What we do is we we break you down, almost like you're serving in the military. Mm. Like in the military, you join the Navy, the Army, whatever. They will take you where you're at. They will break you down of all your limiting beliefs and your, your thought patterns and mindset. And then they build you back up. So we work with you to break down all of your limiting beliefs, professionally, personally, health and wealth. We'll break all of the negative, bad limiting beliefs, habits, mindset, activities, remove them. And then we build you back up so that we can maximize your professional success, your personal success, your health and your wealth. And Susanna, you know this, like prop, like being a recruiter, do you want to work for someone that just cares about, are you hitting your number, hitting your number, hitting your number? I honestly don't even know what our people's, like our team's quotas are. Yeah. All I know is every day I wake up as the CEO and my goal is to inspire our team to maximize their potential professionally, personally, health and wealth to where I write books, we create journals, we teach, we coach, we do daily training every day because that's the goal. Like if we could train our employees and our team members to be unstoppable, limitless, can achieve anything that they want to achieve and give them the tools, the training, the coaching, the behaviors, the skills to do that, then we feel like we can build uh, the number one company in the world. I'm fascinated by this breaking them down to build them back up. Like, I love this concept. Are you... Scary. I'm assuming I'm assuming breaking them down in a good way, not a, a, a bad way, <laughs> breaking them down. Are you doing that through the training and the coaching? Is there what what are some maybe some tips or hacks that you could give to other employers and sales leaders on how to break them down and build them back up? Yeah, what the first way I was like trying to figure out how do I do this one to many? Because like it's really hard to coach and train someone psychologically. Like, how do I break, how do I help you remove? all the bad shit that's happened to you. Like mm -hmm. your parents telling you that you can't do something right. ever. Your yeah. teacher's telling you, like, I remember my teacher, like my, my English teacher said I was bad at writing and like, Oh, sold almost a million books. Like, so oh, you've got all these people in these things that are always telling you, you can't do that. You shouldn't do this. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not talented enough. And the goal is like, look at seamless, Everything that anyone has told you you can't do, that does not exist here. Remove all of those limiting beliefs, Love thought that. patterns. Now we're going to tell you that you can do anything. Love like that. Anything that you ever believed or wanted to do, we're going to help you achieve. And the, the first way that I figured out how to do it one to many was like, okay, I'll write the book. Okay, whatever it takes, write the book. Everything that we believe in, boom. That way, every employee that comes on board, we have them read whatever it takes so that they've got the mindset in the patterns and the habits. Next, how do we keep like reinforcing the habits? Every day I do an inspirational post in Slack to our whole company about like, what are yeah. we, like what are our goals? What are we achieving? What's our mission? Every day um, I post, I'm going to pull it up right now. I literally post the impact that our people make. So, I love this. Um, as you can see, are these two awards. So our goal is to get every single salesperson, marketer, recruiter, entrepreneur into President's Club. When I was selling for IBM, they gave me a $25 million quota. And I worked my 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 ass off for, for 
18 hours a day, seven days a week, 365. I beat the quota by a few million dollars. My boss didn't celebrate me. He said, okay, cool, good job. Now your quota is 50 million. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. what the hell? I felt like shit. You know, my my girlfriends at the time, like the people that I was with, like my family, girlfriend, who's now Danielle, my my wife, you know, like I worked so much and and didn't spend any time with them to hit this quota. And then no one appreciated me, celebrated me. So when we launched, when I was building Seamless, I was like, I never want a salesperson to go through that experience mm -hmm. again. So from now on, anyone that makes $100,000 or a million dollars in sales, we're going to print ship them this $1,000 custom award called President's Club. And then we're going to have an annual event where we celebrate everyone. And like, so what I do to keep inspiring and motivating and training our mission and our vision to our company is every day we highlight all the winners um, of President's Club. So 14.2 million appointments held by our users using Seamless. There's 2.8 million deals won. Uh, $28.407 billion in revenue generated from our software. And then I've got like the, the six-figure club winners, 13,774 six-figure club winners. There's 4,172 seven-figure club winners, 485 eight-figure club winners. So the whole point is like, our goal is to serve the salespeople. It's not bad that those uh, figures are not to be snipped No, up. no, it's amazing, right? But like, if you don't talk about the impact that you're <laughs> making, like I want our people to wake up every day, like, holy shit, 485 eight-figure club winners, you know, 4,172 seven-figure club winners. Like all these awards are incredible. This is why we have to go all out to serve our, our, our customers, our users, to help them connect opportunity, to positively impact billions, um, so all of these different things, the daily inspirational post, the highlights of customer success. And then every leader is required, like not required because we don't really do that, but I recommend to our leaders to highlight something around mindset in our daily standups. So every leader does a daily mm -hmm. standup with their whole department. It's roughly 20 to 30 minutes long. Yeah, We go over something inspirational and then everyone kind of talks about, hey, what did I do yesterday? What am I doing today? Are there any blockers? And what are my wins and successes? And we celebrate everyone's wins and successes. And a big part of that is like, always try to lead with education, inspiration. I love it. I love it. I think I think that's so important. And Suzanne, I think you should steal that for the course you're creating because if if all of our days could start that way, not just on our own, right? Because I've got my whole morning routine of daily gratitudes and what did I do well yesterday? And like, I you know, pump myself up every day if your leaders did that as well, then that can continue to reinforce the mindset. And to your point, like growing up, we've all had those people tell us, you know, I had one of those programs where I paid $30,000 for coaching. The coach actually said to me that I was not a sales coach. She's like, you shouldn't be in sales. <laughs> like told me that I was not good right? Like when you continue to hear those messages over and over and over again, you need to hear those opposite messages. I think that's, that's brilliant. So um, for our listeners who are leaders, right? These are some great things that you can take and start implementing. And if you don't have leaders doing that, you could do it for yourself. hundred percent. Anything that you could do as a leader, you should do for yourself. Uh, 1000%. And yeah. um, that, there's a lot of other things there too, that you could do as like, as a leader, just Celebrating every everyone's successes, smaller big, yeah. I think is really important. 
Um, it's all about the win, not about the credit for the win. So teaching people, leaders, and from bottom up, top down, like I always give credit to everyone else. And I always assume the failures and the challenges and the losses. You know, we we have this big thing where like what, one of our ad campaigns, we spent like hundreds of thousands of dollars in a month and it was supposed to be like 25 to 50K and we went over budget like crazy. It's because I was like, hey, we're trying to hire a thousand people, like go all out, get the word out, mass market, mass advertise. I'm trying to hire 500 to 1,000 SDRs and AEs, trying to hire 50 to 100 engineers. I need 50 customer success people. So I, I coach our, mar- our recruiter marketing team. I'm like, hire everyone, get the word out. I want anyone that's a professional in sales, marketing, recruiting to hear about us and apply to us. Everybody listening, do you hear that? Brandon's hiring. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. hundred <laughs> percent. Zero layoffs. Since we've been running the company, we've never had a layoff. Well, let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about seamless AI. Let's talk a lot about seamless AI. Um, we're going to wrap up with the show in about 10 minutes, but I wanted to make sure that we talk about seamless AI and the power behind it and what it can do. So this is, this is your uh, spotlight to share with our listeners a little more about seamless AI and how it can help them. Yeah. So, so at the end of the day, you know, the life you want, the family you want, the freedom you want, the time you want, the co- anything that you want in this life is going to be created by the products that you can sell. The only way for you to sell your products to anyone is with the list. Like, you can't sell anything without the list. And when I was selling for IBM Interactive, when I was building in mobile, my company that failed across four years, like the reason why these companies are laying everyone off, the reason why these companies are missing their quota is because they don't have the list of every single person that they need to sell to. And then they don't sell to the list of all the people that they need to sell to. So when I was selling at IBM and for Google, we built seamless.ai that finds cell phones and emails for every single person and company in the world that you need to sell to. And you could build a list of thousands of leads in minutes and get all of that data instantly into your CRM. So that's how we, I built a hundred million dollar company in two years because I built the list with my, with seamless sold the list, then built a billion dollar company in four years because all we did was keep doing the same thing. It's just a bigger list, build a bigger list, sell to the list, We've got email, cell phones, insights for all the contacts and companies that we need to sell to instantly available to all my salespeople. Like the only reason why you're missing quota, the only reason why you're behind sales is because you don't have the list of the contacts and the companies that you need to sell to and a way to connect with them. And that's what Seamless solves. It automates all of your list building, your prospecting, your appointment setting work. Uh, And this was something that was taking about 50% of my time. You know, I was spending four to five hours a day selling for IBM Interactive, looking for all the VPs of digital marketing, CMOs, directors of digital, trying to figure out who the hell are they? How do I get their emails? I was scouring millions of websites, looking for their phone numbers. I was, my team and I were spending millions of dollars on these old, outdated, expensive sales databases. I'm not going to name their names, but you know, if you've heard of them, they're publicly traded, you know about them, right? Yeah. So <laughs> the founders of Google invested in seamless amazon invested in seamless guy kawasaki invested in seamless um because they saw that we built the first real-time search engine that could find any contact and company in the world and then i use ai because i used to sell for ibm watson the artificial intelligence engine i grabbed all the engineers and then we figured out how to use ai to find everyone's cell phones and research and validate it find everyone's emails research and validate it 
So that's what Seamless is. We we coin it the world's best sales leads. And it it ensures that all of your salespeople have everyone that you need to sell to instantly so that you could salespeople could do what they do best, pitch and close appointments and sales around the clock. It's great for recruiting as well, Suzanne. I know you're in recruiting. I've used it to hire over a thousand people just by literally I'll build a list of the candidates that I need to recruit. And then I'll prospect my recruiting team and I will call, email, social sell, prospect those people and then try to hire them. And do you have uh, do you have different packages? So if I'm if it's just Susie salesperson who is trying to up up level and her company won't invest in it, is there a plan for her that she can invest in it on her own? Yeah, great question. So I wanted to build it. You know, this was like a, a dart thrown at the wall. To be honest, there was no business strategy around this. Um, I, I literally saw Benioff building Salesforce.com. You know, and the plans were like seventy five dollars to one hundred twenty five dollars. So I just threw a dart, and I'm like, okay, 97 bucks or hundred bucks a month per user. So anyone can buy Seamless, use Seamless. We've got nearly half a million people using the software every single day. There's been uh, 750 million profiles researched in our platform wow. by our users, which is crazy. Like, I remember the day when there would be a thousand leads researched in a day, and now it's it's millions of leads being researched a day. It's crazy it's um, by our users. But yeah, it, it's built to democratize the ability to connect with anyone, and that's why it's you know so affordable. I love it. I think I think that's such an amazing tool because in all of the training and coaching that I do, and I'm sure Susanna can attest to this as well, we can teach people how to prospect and how to pick up the phone and how to send a video message and how to turn around an objection, how to think fast on your feet, um, even mindset to some point. But the problem I see with so many salespeople is they don't have a list and they also don't know who they're trying to sell to. So they can't build the list because they don't know who they're selling to or who the right decision maker is or buyer is. And so that's where their reluctance comes in and that's where their failure kicks in. 100%. And it's a type of skill, I think. Um, For example, every night I've got a habit of getting 50 names before I go to bed. And I can tell you, I can tell you, I do it so slowly. And (laughs) if I could do it quickly... (laughs) I would hmm. gain probably two hours every evening just to chill. <laughs> See, know, like I love that you do that habit though, Susanna, that habit of like every day before I go to bed, I'm going to build my list to 25, 50 people. I try to, ch- I try to teach that all the time James with Clear. everyone I work with. James Clear, Atomic Habits. He's, uh, uh, he taught me that. <laughs> He's a bit, a bit of an engine. 1% better every day. That's all we're trying to do. Um, and yeah. Yeah. It's one of our core values. I, I had the core value before James wrote the book, <laughs> but uh, he, he gets he the credit, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. He got it for me. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So if people come to Outbound, they'll get a chance to meet you, hang out with you, have a drink with yes, you. Yes, definitely. I, I can't wait to meet everyone at Outbound and uh, connect. If you haven't gotten a ticket, highly recommend getting a ticket. And then obviously for the, the, the listeners tuning in, you know, we got to figure out a promo code for you guys, but um, Gina and Susanna, what would be a good referral code to give everyone $250 worth of credits for Seamless or 500 bucks worth of credits? Oh, you want us to give you a promo code? Yeah, let's figure um, out the promo you code could right now. You could call it a uh, warning. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> or I love that. Sassy or saucy. 
Warning. Yeah, right <laughs> I think warning. Probably, probably warning will be the easiest yeah. for the developers. <laughs> so, so yeah, anyone tuning in, you go to seamless.ai, you sign up for uh, seamless using promo code warning. You can join for free. It's a free platform. I'm going to hook you up with $500 in credits. Sweet. And I'm uh, that up. way, anyone, anyone that got destroyed from the economy, from the layoffs, all that jazz, I'm your partner. We're your partner. We want to help you maximize your success. And uh, we hope that we can help you connect opportunity faster than ever before. What a, what a great gift um, to our listeners. I know I'm going to sign up for it. So thank you. <laughs> so thank you for that. And I know, I know Susanna's got her um, famous end of the show question. Don't know what it's going to be today. Um, uh-huh. but let's hear how we're going to wrap up this show. So Brandon, you play Truth or Dare, right? When you were at school or maybe still playing. Yes. So what we have yes. is true or quiz. Which one? Ooh, I'm not a good test taker. I feel like I'm gone with truth. True. So if you were stuck in a lift for 24 hours, what one item would you want to have with you? In, in like a lift, like a Uber, like a driver thing? Like an elevator. Oh, elevator. oh you guys call elevator. it elevator. We, elevator. Yeah. we call elevator. it elevator. Sorry. We have a car driving service called <laughs> yeah. Lyft too. We, yeah. So I wasn't sure. <laughs> okay. So if I'm stuck in an elevator, what one item would I want to make sure? 24 hours? 24 hours is a long time. Yeah. I'd probably want my Amazon Kindle so that I could just read a shitload of books. My number two though was a bottle of Sincoro Michael Jordan tequila. Ooh. And I was literally 50-50 tequila or 50-50 book. Um, I'm on a clean 30-day cleanse right now. So that's why I, I landed towards the Kindle. And also the Kindle would last longer, right? The tequila. I mean, I don't know how much you can drink, but you know, really, <laughs> you could be uh, you could be probably an hour and you'd have had enough, right? Yeah, well, I was thinking the tequila you drink and you could pass out and have a better in the mic up. I I he could pass out, but he could also perhaps pee himself. I mean, if you're taking in the liquids, right? There's that. I wouldn't want to take in any liquids stuck in a lift. Oh, Gina always takes it, always takes it that bit further. <laughs> but yeah, we I don't... probably should have said like my iPad with internet because yeah. then that gives me everything. Yes. Yeah. Um, but but now I'm stuck with it. Now I'm stuck with a book, a, an infinite book in an elevator. <laughs> that is awesome. I want to know what your answer is, Gina. Uh, I probably, well, the first thing that came to my mind was my cell phone. I was just going to say myself. I was like, you no, got that. No, no I, that, the, the first thing that came to my mind was my cell phone because I feel like I can do a lot of things on my cell phone. That that was the first thing that came to mind. That's smart. Yeah. What about you, Susanna? I, I didn't think I'd have to answer the question. Um, yeah, I mean, probably, probably. I, I'm a big book fan. Audible, iPad. It'll probably be an iPad too. I'm an obsessed. If only had more time in the world, I would love to read more books. So yeah, I go with that. Yeah, I was also thinking like, do you do you wish for food like hundred <laughs> burgers or something? Yeah, that was like, my <laughs> my second was going to be something food related. Yep. Not sure yeah, what. I was like, Maybe curry Oreos. and chips. Curry and chips. Kindle for me, and then I'm like tequila and burgers and hot dogs. <laughs> Oh, stop it. I'm getting it's, hungry. It's it, lunchtime it here. It sounds so like I'm a like, party. I'm well, we starving. know what drink to buy you at Outbound. We do. There we go. Yes. Uh, yes. That is Make perfect. Sure well, uh, for 
for our listeners who want to connect with you or um, take advantage of Seamless AI, what are the best ways for them to do that? Yeah, absolutely. So I've got a, a daily newsletter that you can get. Go to Seamless.ai, join for free. You'll get my daily newsletter. And then also I'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn or YouTube. Drop daily sales secrets. It's kind of the theme of our book, Sales Secrets. So we drop different daily sales secrets on uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, anywhere you could listen to a podcast. So we'd love to connect and help you maximize your success so that you can win winning presence club awards.com. Yes. Yes. I want to win that. I'm all for that. Well, it is, it has been so awesome having you on our show today. Thank you so much for being here with the women your mother warned you about. Thank you so much for having me. And I was super worried about joining the show. I'm like, shit, there's probably a lot of mothers that have warned people about me. (laughs) Uh, but glad that this was a lot easier to handle than what, uh, what you, you got us think. on a tame day. Got us on a tame day. <laughs> it's a Monday. We're a little more calm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Monday is always chill. I'm glad I didn't. Keegan didn't set this up for Friday. Yeah, it'd be a complete shit show. That would Ooh. be dangerous after a couple glasses of wine. So you got 100%. us uh, in, in a calm state. Well, once again, it was great having Brandon Bornanson on our show here. For more information about our show, check out WomenYourMotherWarnsYouAbout.com. You can also find more information about Susanna and I at SalesGravy.com. And hey, there's so many .coms to go to. OutboundConference.com, get your ticket. SalesGravy.University, go check that out to check out our courses. And uh, we're out of here. I got nothing else. Susanna, you got anything? No, but I love this episode. And I've already said to Gina in the chat, please come and get him back. So, yeah. Yeah, can we get you back? Thank you so much. Can we have you back, Brandon? Would love to. 100%. Fantastic. Uh All right. Bye, Warners. Bye.